Hi, everyone. My name is Ginger, and I'm a travel agent with Marvelous Mouse Travels. And I'm really excited today because we have the opportunity to interview a good friend of ours named Lauren. Um, Lauren is a former Disney cast member. And because we just did our Disney restaurant bracket challenge, we thought it would be really fun to get a cast member's perspective on the 10 best restaurants at Disney World. So we are going to have Lauren uh, give us her top 10. So I'm joined today, obviously, by Lauren, but I'm also joined by my husband, Evan. Hello, guys. Thanks for being here. Oh, yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. So we're really excited because Lauren, uh, she spent the vast majority of her time while she was a Disney cast member in Animal Kingdom. Is that correct, Lauren? That is correct. Yes. And so that might, might, Ginger has not yet seen Lauren's uh, top 10. I have. Uh, and the Animal Kingdom affinity may or may not influence uh, some, of the, <laughs> some of the choices here. Mm -hmm. um, but before we do the top 10, Lauren had an honorable mention that uh, she wanted to, to give a shout out to. So Lauren, tell us your honorable mention. Yes. So um, this one didn't quite make the list, uh, but I wanted to mention it just because I went there so often. Um, but Blaze Pizza in Disney Springs one of my favorite places to go to after work. Uh, I went there at least once a week. Um, always got my favorite two topping pepperoni and black olive pizza. Um, and it's, it's so good. I miss it. Um, but it didn't quite make the list just because it is, you know, all over the country. So you can visit it elsewhere. It's not just located in Disney world. Um, but I did want to add it just because I did spend a lot of money there. So <laughs> great place. Yeah, I love that one, too. That's one of our favorite go-to places in Disney Springs. And like you said, you can find it other places. But, of course, it tastes better at Disney, right? Everything tastes better at Disney. Oh, for sure. A little pixie dust that they add, you know. And I think I think that's a really good point, too, that, you know, this is that's something that you could find anywhere. But uh, so it didn't it's not quite in the top 10 for Disney World. So I think that's a really good point. Um, but that that shows a Disney Springs option that people could have. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not necessarily in the parks, there's still great places in Disney Springs too. So I think that's a good one. What's your, in your top 10 here, yes. what is number 10 on your list? Oh yeah. So to kick it off, number 10, I'm going to put in fifties primetime diner. Um, so I believe I've been twice in all of my times down at Disney. Um, and it, was really fun. It was a really new experience for me. The first time, the first time I even went to Disney World, this was one of the first restaurants we went to, and I thought this was how every restaurant was going to be, um, because I didn't know what to expect. Um, but it was so fun seeing all of the um, all of our servers um, get into the theme of the '50s primetime diner because they will treat you like your mama at dinner. <laughs> um, they will tell you to eat all your greens. They would tell you to get your elbows off the table, put your phones away. Um, and that kind of like makes you feel like you're sitting at home at dinner um, with your family and um, it's, it's family dinner night and it kind of makes you get a little closer together while you're eating because you don't have those other little distractions like your phone and stuff at the table. Uh, and it is a really fun experience. I've recommended to every single person that has to go at least once um, during one of their Disney trips. And the food, if you like that down home Southern cooking, you will like that food. So good. 
And I love the theming in that restaurant too. I love the decor. It feels, I mean, you do feel like you've stepped into the 1950s. And um, if you're not familiar with that restaurant, you know, you, you literally might be eating in a kitchen, you know, something that looks like a kitchen or something that looks like a dining room from the 1950s. So they've just, just, I mean, like they always do down to every tiny little detail, they've made you feel immersed in the theme. And even, even the waiting area where, where it's like the, it's like a fifties living room. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a great choice. I think that's definitely a unique uh, restaurant in Disney world. And so now we got Hollywood studios on the board. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a good option for anybody who might be visiting Hollywood studios. Uh, That's a great option to to look into, make sure you do advanced dining reservations though, because it will book up because it is popular. Uh, that's why I made Lauren's top 10 and yes. she's the expert. She's the pro. She's, I mean, she was there, man. She was like in the park. So, um, so Lauren, yes. Speaking of animal kingdom. Yes. Uh, what is your number nine? So my number nine pick is going to be Tusker house um, located in the Africa area in animal kingdom. Um, so Tusker House, I've been to a couple times now. I haven't been for any meal other than breakfast, um, but just the breakfast uh, has put it on the board for me. Uh, it is delicious because you get your general, you know, American style breakfast, but you also have um, African influences in there too. And that kind of adds to the feeling of being in Animal Kingdom in the Africa area. You get to try something new while you're there. Um, plus, they have character dining. Uh, so. I'm not huge into character interactions. That's not like my main thing at Disney, but um, I knew I needed to include at least one character dining experience I've had on my list. And this one made the cut just because um, the characters, they're in their little um, safari outfits. They're so cute. Uh, And they will come around and greet you at your breakfast table. And the few times I've been, we've actually um been in like the back of the restaurant to where we had like really like elongated like intimate interactions with the characters um so it kind of shows that this restaurant is kind of pulled apart to where you're you don't feel like you're cramped with everyone else um there are little nooks and crannies that you can go um hide in and have like really like personal interactions with the characters while you're there and enjoy a really good breakfast um you also get the really good jungle juice that they have the Jungle juice is one of my favorite beverages um, that I found down in Disney World. So highly recommend for that as well. Now, y'all got to help me out because I can't remember exactly who it is. I know Donald is there as one of the characters. Who Mm -hmm. else can you meet at Tusker House? Yes. So Donald, um, I believe Goofy, Mickey, and... Minnie Mouse, I believe, are the four that you can meet while you're there. It's been a little bit since I've been, but I think those are the four. That's a strong, strong lineup. (laughs) I know. Now this next one, I'm so glad that you included this next one on this list because you want to talk about something that is unique to Disney world. Um, This is a very unique opportunity uh, for people to uh, partake in and I'm so glad you included us. Tell us what your number eight is. Yes. So my number eight is going to be the Spirit of Aloha dinner show. 
So I went there during my college program for the first time. And I've only been that one time, but it was a great experience. Um, so when we went, we actually had like a little fumble with our reservation. And so we originally were supposed to be in the third tier in the very back, but they um, bumped us up to the first tier because of this little uh, mix up. And so it was great being up close and personal with the um, entertainment, uh, which I would highly recommend if you're going to go, go first tier. Um, but the entertainment is fantastic. You get to see these people perform um, these amazing dances. They are very talented people. You get to see the fire dancers. You get to see, um, you get to practice the luau with them and get to do a happy birthday luau dance. Um, that's really exciting. So it's very interactive. Um, and you get to see hear some great uh, singing performances as well. Um, the food is also fantastic. The noodles that we got, so good so good um and it's kind of like you're you're at elongated tables with people and so it might be a little bit different after COVID times but um we got to sit next to this couple and interact with them so it was really cool that we were sitting close enough to this other family that we could like talk to them and get to know them while we were enjoying our meal as well so it kind of created like a nice family atmosphere while we were there you know, that experience is at the Polynesian Village Resort, too. So if you are interested at all, um, you know, maybe you're not staying at a Disney hotel, but you want to kind of check them out and see what they're all about. You can get a reservation for, you know, this show. And I do. I love I agree. I love Disney's dinner shows. I have not done this one, but I have done Hoop to Do Review over at Fort Wilderness. And that one is a ton of fun as well. Um, and I totally agree with what Lauren said, that it's worth first tier because you do get much better interactions being kind of right there, um, you know, at the stage, if you will, where it's so much easier for them to come down and interact with you. And Lauren, just to clarify, because I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you said, you know, you're a tier one now, you are going to be a tier three. That's, well, it's arranged in like a stadium setting, like a stadium seating kind of way, right? And tier one correct, is the yeah. closest. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Yeah, so, they the tables are really long and they kind of stick back towards the back so um the further back you are the less you're going to be able to see and the farther away you're going to be from the performers and the interactions that that, that can bring um so you definitely want to be in like first or even second tier just because you'll be that much closer to the interactions and get to see and hear the whole performance better Ginger mentioned the Polynesian Resort, and it is one of the Magic Kingdom area resorts. Well, your number seven also is in a Magic Kingdom area resort. So tell us what your number seven best restaurant in Disney World is. Yes. Yeah, so number seven is going to be Whispering Canyon, um, located in the Wilderness Lodge. Uh, we stayed at the Wilderness Lodge during our first two or three uh, trips to Disney World. So we got to stay in the resort. And since we were new to Disney World, we thought we'll just go to eat here at this uh, restaurant in the resort. And um, I had no idea what was going to happening uh, while I was there. Um, but uh, they, similar to 50s primetime, they get really into their characters there. Um, so it's all about... Um, you know, making the restaurant feel like one big happy family. And um, you do this by, if you ask for ketchup, um, then you're going to have to go, 
someone else is gonna have to bring the ketchup to you. Only one table gets the ketchup at a time. Um, you know, if you drop your fork, they'll bring you a fork, but it might not be the fork you wanted. Uh, you know, if you ask for straws, they might uh, not bring it to you, put it in your hand. They might uh, put it in your hair. Uh, it's a really fun, exciting time and the food is great. It is all um, like kind of like Southern Western style uh, food. So I believe I got the, like a rotisserie chicken before and it was a lot of food, but it was really, really good. Um, I've also been for breakfast and um, I've heard that it's similar to, to Trails Inn. I've never been to Trails Inn before, but I've heard that it is equivalent to that if you um, didn't want to go all the way to Fort Wilderness for that. Um, but the the breakfast that I had there was delicious and it was like a um, all you can eat style. They would just keep bringing you whatever you needed. Uh, and it's it was just so good and would definitely recommend if you're going to be in the Magic Kingdom area. And, you know, one thing that I think Whispering Canyon has gone for is just the the beauty of that lobby in mm -hmm. Wilderness Lodge. I mean, it is amazing. We actually, uh, on, our, on our channel, we've got a resort tour of Wilderness Lodge. And one thing you can hear as we walk in, and you know what, we'll link it. It'll be up here in, in this corner up here in the screen. Uh, we you can hear ginger when we walk in just say wow i mean like just the the size and the the beauty of, and the grandeur of of that lobby it's really really something all righty so number six now this is my kind of place here uh tell us what your number six restaurant is lauren yes so number six is going to be um, my only quick service on the list um, it's going to be flame tree barbecue and um discovery island in uh, animal kingdom so i loved flame tree barbecue because it was one very close to where i worked so if i needed a, a lunch on my break um i could run right over there you were in dino land correct. most of the time correct Yes. So I did work over in Dino Land. Um, and so it is located like right on the other side of the bridge into Dino Land. So um, pretty close if you're in either Discovery Island or in the Dino Land area. Uh, and the, the barbecue that they have is very, very good. Um, it is unmatched by any other barbecue I've had down in Disney World. Um, and it, it, the sauces that they have complement it perfectly well. Um, they have two different ones and the, I don't even like spicy stuff, but the, the, the hot, uh, barbecue sauce that they have is fantastic. Um, I've also been told that the, um, pulled pork mac and cheese is, um, one of the best quick service meals that you can get at Disney world. Um, and then another thing about quick service meals is that or quick service restaurants is that they, you know, are always like adding new things to their menu, um, trying to like see what works. Uh, so I know that when I was there, they had like a, a Mandarin orange lemonade and that was really good to try. And, um, the cool thing about going there is that every now and then they'll have like a new like cupcake or something to try. So, um, if you do go there, you can always find something new to try. Um, and, uh, you know, eat it along with that barbecue that, you know, is going to be a, a solid meal for the day. 
Yeah, I I love that barbecue mac and cheese. That's what I get there every single time. Yeah. And it's so good. Every component of it is good. Like the macaroni and cheese just by itself is good. The mm -hmm. pork is good. The sauce, the onion rings on top of it. Like the whole thing is, the whole package is perfect. It's delicious. Um, last time we ate there was around Christmas. And it's interesting that you mentioned the cupcake because they did. They had this beautiful seasonal cupcake, but it was gingerbread. And it had like white chocolate filling, cream cheese frosting. It had this cute little sugar polar bear on top of it. Like it was, it was adorable. I'm sure we'll find a picture of it and Evan will pop it up on the screen, but um, I agree. Their bakery options are always good and their entrees are just really, really solid. This is one of our, our favorite. In fact, Evan, you can weigh in. This might be your favorite quick service at Disney world, right? This is my very favorite quick service restaurant in all of Disney world. Uh, it is so, so good. I, no, I love barbecue though. Like I love barbecue and it is very, very good. Now, now Regal Eagle just opened up, you know, about a, just over a year ago in Epcot. And personally, I like the barbecue at Flame Tree better than I do at Regal Eagle. Um, and one of the things that's so underrated about Flame Tree is the atmosphere. I mean, when it's nice outside and you can sit out there uh, by that little pond or like the little pool with like, like there's ducks and stuff that land in there. And then you're overlooking the the water where the boats come by that have the character cavalcades on them right now. Just the, the atmosphere of that place and the, the beauty of it out there. Uh, we've got photos that I'll, I'll put on the, the video now. And I mean, it is, it is beautiful. And the food, ah, it's the best, man. It's, I, I totally agree with number six on your list for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, number five, I know Ginger and I agree as well. This is one of Ginger's favorite restaurants in all of Disney World, your next one here. So mm -hmm. uh, what's number five on your list, Lauren? So number five is going to be Via Napoli and the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. Um, so Via Napoli, so start off with, I am not the biggest fan of Italian food. Um, I don't like cheese, so um, I try to avoid Italian food because it's mainly filled with cheese. Um, but Via Napoli you know, defies all the odds. So um, every time I've been to Via Napoli, it is, I've gotten something and thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the spaghetti that they have is fantastic. They have veal, meat, veal meatballs, and those are a great addition to the spaghetti. And then um, I think last time I went, I got the, one of their flatbreads or the pizzas, and it was amazing so the one of the draws to via napoli is that they have these three large um these three large pizza ovens um all named for different um mountains or volcanoes in italy and each one um cooks cooks the pizzas to perfection i've got to say and um it's one of the best places. It's always busy. So you need to make sure you book a reservation in advance because it's going to be hard to find one. Um, but it is definitely worth it if you can find one. I totally agree. And I think it's a great value as well, especially if you do get one of those pizzas, because they're, I mean, the large ones in particular are huge, so they can easily be split amongst multiple people. So yeah, that's definitely one of our family's favorite places to eat in Epcot or in Disney period. So I, I agree with that one for sure. And I just noticed, it's sad that it took me this long to notice it, but over your right shoulder, is 
Chip and Dale in their Dino Land costumes. That is awesome. That is such a cool thing. Uh, yes. That is I, so cool. That, when I know. found out those were being released, I got off of work and went and bought them the day they came out. <laughs> so I, I, they're one of my prized possessions. Right Absolutely. And what a cool keepsake for you since that's where you worked in Dino <laughs> Land. That's, that's so cool. Well, your number four restaurant, we're staying in Epcot for this one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that speaks volumes of, of World Showcase because two of your top five are in World Showcase. So mm-hmm. uh, that speaks volumes of, of what they got going on in Epcot. So what's your number four? Oh, yeah. Um, so my number four is going to be the Rose and Crown and the United Kingdom Pavilion um, in Epcot. So I did end up... I did a study abroad trip um, when I was in college and I stayed in England for three months. Uh, so I got a little familiar with the uh, British cuisine. And so Rose and Crown does it justice. Um, it is great food um, in a great location. The I've had the fish and chips and the shepherd's pie, both of which I would get to get in a heartbeat. And um, it is at a great location it is right on the, um, the lake and the world showcase. I'm forgetting the name. What is the name? <laughs> What's the- world showcase lagoon. World showcase lagoon. Yes. So it, it is um, right on the world showcase lagoon. And that is right where you can see um, their nighttime spectacular. So when they had illuminations, we um, sat on the water, had our dinner and got to watch illuminations. And that That's was cool. a that magical cool. experience. If I can say, say the least. Um, so it was a great place and all of the people that I have interacted with that work there are very, um, they're very kind and they are very generous and um, helping you understand um, what the different um, items are on the menu or, you know, they will happily talk about where they're from and their culture. Uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed every single time I've been to that restaurant. Well, those fish and chips are for real. <laughs> Like they are so good. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad you mentioned that about the patio in the back because it is such a neat area mm-hmm. uh, to be able to sit there with the beautiful view over the water. I mean, it's that's a that's a strong, strong candidate right there. That's a good that's a good place to go. Um now we said, you know, Animal Kingdom may factor into this uh since uh, you work there. Uh, well, we've already seen two from Animal Kingdom, and we may have another one on on the list here. Uh, tell us what your number three top restaurant is. So I only put a lot of Animal Kingdom restaurants on here because Animal Kingdom does have the best food. So number three for me is going to be Yak and Yeti. And if my family heard that I put it at number three, they would be thoroughly shocked because they would probably think I put it at number one because I love it so much. Um, every single time we went on a Disney trip, um, we would I, I would say we have to go to Yak and Yeti. Yak and Yeti is, has to be one of the restaurants we book. Um, there was one trip where we couldn't get a reservation and I was distraught to say the least. Um, but they have some of the best food I have had. Um, in Disney World. Uh, if you like um, Asian cuisine, <laughs> Yak and Yeti is going to be your place to go. Um, the 
I think my favorite thing that I've had there is going to be the shrimp and steak. So it's tempura fried shrimp and a beautifully grilled uh, steak with some rice and some vegetables. Um, so it's really filling and you get a good variety of things. So it's not just like all fried food or anything like that. Um, and the restaurant is themed very well. Uh, so you get to see all of the different um, like uh, religious symbols and um, different um, cultural pieces uh, throughout the restaurant. And the people that work there will happily talk to you about them. We've asked a couple questions before and gotten a lot of cool answers about what different pieces um, mean and stand for. And then um, there are there is a whole section of the restaurant where you can see down below you into the streets of Animal Kingdom. Uh, and uh, so currently you can see Kevin walk through um, the the streets of Asia. Um, and then I remember one year we did get to see the, the Jam and Jungle Parade go through. Um, that was that was a really cool experience. Um, we got to watch it as it went by right below us. But my favorite thing about Yakineti is going to be the mango pie that they have for dessert. It is so good. And I would probably, each pie piece is probably about like a good quarter piece. Um, but I could eat a whole pie. It is so delicious. They top it with fresh uh, strawberry and mango pieces. And mm, mwah, so good. You know, and Yak and Yeti is one of those really cool places that does have a quick service option. They obviously don't have the full menu that you can get in the table service location, but they do have like a mini version of that mango pie. So if you can't get that reservation or if you want to maybe just try the dessert, you could always opt mm -hmm. for that too. But the table service, in my opinion, for Yak and Yeti is where it's at. Now, just to clarify for people who may be watching and, and may not be aware of the theming of the Asia area of Animal Kingdom, um, when, when it says Yak and Yeti, it's not referring to like Yeti coolers. <laughs> um, can you let everybody know what it means by the Yeti? Yes. So um, in the Asian um, area of uh, Animal Kingdom, um, the Yeti haunts Mount Everest. And so if you go over to Mount Everest and you, you get to ride on one of their trains, um, you may ex have a, a little experience with the Yeti while you're there. Um, so uh, the, the Yeti is all over the Asia area of Animal Kingdom. So you might see him at Everest, um, but you will also definitely get to see him at the restaurant for him, Yak and Yeti. Nice. Um, and once again, you know, that within Animal Kingdom, within the park, that area is relatively close to Dino Land. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would have been super easy for and convenient for you uh, to, you know, after or before one of your shifts to just have a meal yak and yeti. <laughs> now, your number two, this is actually um, what one our our tournament challenge when people were voting on you know what's the best restaurant this one got the most votes and and obviously you echo those sentiments because it's your number two so what is your top or your second best restaurant in all of disney world yes so number two um i hadn't been to before i went on my college program and but i had heard it is the best restaurant in disney world and so i knew i had to try it um and that is going to be Ohana in the Polynesian Resort. Um, so 
I, when I first tried it, I went in and I was like, it's probably going to be another, you know, good restaurant at Disney World, but I didn't think it was going to be, you know, all that, all the, um, you know, stuff that people had talked about, but it really um, held up its expectations. The uh, food is, oh my goodness, some of the best food I've had at Disney World. Um, the it, the starter with the, the bread um, was amazing. And then it just gets even better and better and better as you go on through the meal because they keep, it's an, all you can eat. So they just keep bringing you stuff. Um, and the noodles were fantastic. Um, the, I think the, the steak was probably my, my favorite thing that I had while I was there. Um, and they bring it to you on these long skewers. It's kind of like, um, like the Brazilian restaurants where they just bring it to you and they will just give you as much as you want. Um, and then to, to finish it off with the, um, the dessert was it's, I mean, I couldn't even eat the dessert, but I ate it anyways, because I was so full, but it, it was so good. Um, and the while you're eating, they have performers that will walk around and um, sing sing to the restaurant, and that is a great little addition to um, your meal. And I remember the first time that I went, um, we were the last people in the restaurant, and you're not supposed to give out boxes, but we did get boxes um, to go because the we were the last people. So um, they just let us take all of our extra food and I got a double dose of Ohana and it was very good to say the least, uh, uh, This even the second day. So if you were the last people in the restaurant, did you get to see the fireworks while you were eating? We were seated at the very entrance of the restaurant. So oh. we saw nothing outside of the restaurant. <laughs> um, I know the, the seating was a little unfortunate in that uh, instance, but um, we, we, did get our food and um, we had a, a great experience with our server as well. Uh, all of the people that I've interacted with there have been really kind. You know, that's one of the neat things about Ohana is everybody loves the dinner at Ohana and, and for the exact things you just mentioned, uh, everybody loves that the steak skewer that they bring and um, the, the, the bread at the beginning, the fr is it friendship bread? Is that the name of it? I cannot remember the, the name of it at all. Yeah I, yeah. I can't remember either. Um, but then, uh, um, you know, one of the things that Ohana has gone for it is the, just the views. Uh, I mean, you can sit there in the restaurant while you eat and there's the castle right outside the window. You know, I mean, that's, that's a pretty special thing. Talk about Disney, right? Um, you know, one of the unique things about Ohana is that yes, it is a, a really, really popular and, and good uh, dinner, but for breakfast, it is a character meal. And so, um, you kind of get the whole Disney experience right there at Ohana, you know, uh, you can go for a character meal in the morning, or if you wanted to go for the famous dinner at night. And if by some chance you happen to end up with a, a window table around, you know, closing time of magic kingdom, I mean, how talk about a, a, a a special evening you get to sit there eat dinner and watching fireworks over magic kingdom at the castle i mean talk about a disney experience right no i love ohana there's you know i'm i'm a weird case with that one because there is a lot of food at ohana that i can't have because of food allergies but the things that i have had there are are delicious you know and definitely things that i enjoyed and i do absolutely love the atmosphere of that resort the polynesian is one of my favorite resorts period i just love the laid-back tropical feel there we'll go there anytime 
Well, you know, when you think about it, Ohana has so many things going for it. Obviously, food quality is excellent. The atmosphere is excellent. Uh, you know, the views, it's hard to beat that location. It's so conveniently located right on the monorail. Uh, I mean, it's it's got a lot going for it. A lot, lot going for it. But it's not number one, is it? <laughs> it's not number one. So now it's time. If there were a drum roll, I'd do a drum roll, but I don't have that sound effect. So um, let us know your number one, the, according to a Disney cast member, the number one best restaurant in all of Disney World. Tell us what it is. Yes. So I cannot tell you the amount of times I've been to this restaurant because my family loves it <laughs> so much. And I even went here for my birthday during my college program. Um, I introduced uh, my roommates to it and they now say it is their favorite restaurant. Um, this restaurant is Boma in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, so Boma is um, one of the best, or if not, or well, according to my list, it's going to be the best uh, buffet um, in Animal or in Disney World, um, and it has some of the best food ever, um, even outside of Disney World. It has great food. Um, it's changes its menu. I think they they told us every three nights. Um, so every time you go, it might be a different menu. So um, that's that's why we went so much because we would go and try the different menus that they had um, during our trip. Uh, and so um, one of my favorite things that they have is their um, pistachio crusted salmon. Um, and then they have um, African cuisine. So um, it's it's all like great things that you probably aren't going to be able to get elsewhere. Um, and so you try it while you can and try it because it is really good food. Um, their desserts are also great. The zebra domes that they have are I would I would go and just get some of those zebra domes because they are delicious. Um, we've also been for their breakfast as well a few times and they have that really great jungle juice and they also have African cuisine for their breakfast as well, which is going to be something that's really hard to find um, elsewhere. And because it is a buffet, it has a great value because you can just keep going and get as much food as you want. Um, so I, that's why I recommend Boma because you can go, uh, breakfast, dinner, whatever, whatever time you want to go. And you can know that you're going to get some good food and for a pretty great price. You know, I ate at Boma for the first time on a training trip that we did a couple of years ago. And, you know, we, I had never at the time really stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge or even toured Animal Kingdom Lodge. And so it was kind of my first um, introduction to that that resort. And I love that resort, especially if you have kids who love animals. You know, that's a great place not only to go and eat at their restaurants, because they do have some fantastic restaurants there with Sanaa and, you know, Chico and a lot of the other options, too. But you're you can stay there and get one of those Savannah view rooms and you're literally going to look out your hotel room and see giraffes or zebras. I mean, it's, it's incredible to be there, but I was really surprised the first time I ever ate at Boma at just how many different things they had. Like they had such a wide variety of food. So if you are a more adventurous eater, there's going to be something for you, but they also had things like a carving station with like prime rib, you know, and some more, um, I guess, 
things for for pickier or more selective eaters too yeah. you know but the desserts were my favorite part of them i loved those zebra domes i loved all the different dessert choices that they had um and you know it's it was not one that i would have probably tried if i hadn't been on that training trip and so i'm really glad i got the opportunity to do it well, I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned the zebra domes because that's that's what they're famous for. So, yep. you know, how how can you talk about Boma uh, without mentioning those zebra zebra domes? So, uh, that that I mean, hey, this is like the definitive list here because she worked there, guys. She worked there, and so like she knows she knows Disney World, mm-hmm. and so that this this shows you like these are the places you need to go on your next trip. Um, and just as we look back over your list here, we've got four from the Animal Kingdom area, either in the park, three in the parks, and then one in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, there's one from Hollywood Studios, uh, two from, uh, well, no, three from the Magic Kingdom area, because you've got Ohana. Whispering Canyon and Spirit of Aloha dinner show. So two of them are at the Polynesian. So right there, that shows you Polynesian is kind of the place to be too. Mm-hmm. And then two from uh, World Showcase, two from World Showcase in Epcot. So, I mean, if, if, if you hear someone say, well, where are all the best restaurants in Disney World? I mean, you're probably going to hear World Showcase and then, a lot of people are going to say like Animal Kingdom Lodge and, and that kind of place. So Animal Kingdom. So, I mean, now we know for sure because a, a Disney cast member has told us here's where to eat in Disney World. And to notice how many of those restaurants are at the resorts, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I say to people all the time is so many of the best restaurants at Disney World are not in the parks they're in the resorts or they're at Disney Springs. And I think this just kind of speaks to that as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren, before we let you go, I want to show you one more thing. Uh, this, so we mentioned recently that on the channel, we had a, a best Disney world restaurant tournament and here's how we organized it uh, on the screen here. You can see that we organized it in four categories. We had quick service, uh, just and that could be anywhere, in a park, in a resort, or in Disney Springs. Uh, there were table service in Disney parks. That was one category. Uh, there was table service in the resorts or Disney Springs. And then there was character dining, and that could be anywhere. Basically, it, it didn't even have to just be about character dining. It was kind of we were just looking for a way to get more restaurants involved yeah. and so um we we were able to do uh you know like ohana for example that was in the character dining category even though it's only character dining one part of the day yeah. and so that was just we can sit we, we had four criteria that we had people vote on value food quality location and atmosphere and we said that the character dining experience was just part of that atmosphere criteria. So we're still looking for the overall best restaurant. So I'm going to share my screen with you so that you can see the results of what everybody voted for. And you can tell us what you think about this. I'll zoom in a little bit so you can see a little bit better. We'll go category by category real quick. So in the quick service category, the things that people voted for the most was Pecos Bill. Now, Lauren, okay, that was my reaction too. Um, 
if if I had asked you from the the before this video even started, what is the yeah. single best quick service restaurant in all of Walt Disney World? It's I don't. Country. Thank you. Yes, that's what I said. That's what I said. Um, and but for some reason, Pecos Bill won, and and I, everybody was kind of shocked by that. And even when we were doing the the live stream where we revealed that Pecos Bill won. I asked people in the live stream, I was like, would you have voted for this? And people are like, nah. <laughs> Why did it win? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think it was just the way it got paired up with different places. Yeah. And and I mean, I, it was, we did it like a blind draw. And so um, we, we chose 16 restaurants that were quick service and then it was blind draw how they got paired up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it won some chicken guy made it all the way to the elite eight, which kind of surprised me too. Cause people voted it over. First of all, I thought chicken guy would get beaten the second round by La Cantina, mm -hmm. but it didn't. And then it beat flame tree. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> but then, uh, that kind of shocked us that Pecos bill made it to the final four. Yeah. Then in the, uh, the, um, table service inside Disney parks, LaCellier um, made it the whole way through. Um, 50s primetime went up against Sci-Fi Dine-In in the second round. Um, and that was an extremely close matchup. Uh, mm -hmm. That was that was super close, the votes for that one. Uh, Vianopolis. So, Ginger, she we both had Vianopoli going to our final, or our Elite Eight, I think. You had it going, did you have it going to the Final Four? Um, I don't think I did. I don't think I had it going all the way through. I think that I had... Um, I think I had LaCellia beating it. Um, so, I mean, we, we totally agree with you on that one. Uh, but this one, I know this, this one hurts you right here. That yeah, they that, had, that hurts. It cuts deep. <laughs> um, but that's how they voted. I mean, that, that wasn't us. So <laughs> that's how people voted. They haven't uh, had the mango pie yet. They don't know. That's There you go. There you go. They hadn't had the mango pie yet. Now people know. Mm -hmm. Go get the mango pie at Yak and Yeti. Um, then let's go up to the other. So this was table service in Disney Springs or the resorts. And this is how people voted for that. Um, see people, I guess they hadn't been to Boma cause mm -hmm. they, <laughs> but that was a tough match. That's a tough one there. That's yeah. A, it's like ice cream versus zebra domes, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, I, I was kind of surprised that homecoming beat California grill. Cause I mean like California grill, you get to look out over the magic kingdom and watch fireworks, you know? So, um, but homecoming made it all the way to the final four. Hmm. Like that was impressive for homecoming. Um, and Kona cafe got some love. It made it to the sweet 16, but then down here in the character dining, um, Ohana, uh, went the distance. It made it all the way through. Um, there were some pretty, there's some really tough matchups in this one. Like, for example, I think this was be our guest in storybook dining. I think that was a really tough one mm -hmm. because storybook dining over there, artist point also at wilderness lodge, wilderness lodge has a lot going for it with food. Mm -hmm. Um, you got whispering Canyon, you got artist point and storybook dining. It's a lot of fun. Uh, with yeah. Snow White. And even the quick service at Wilderness Lodge is good. Like that's another really, really strong food resort, in my opinion. Um, so then when we got to the final four, 
he had Pecos Bill, <laughs> which I mean, hey, uh, the, the nachos are good. I don't necessarily think it's like, like I said, the, the best in all of Disney World. Um, but Pecos Bill against LaCellier, LaCellier, it was a landslide. It wasn't even close. LaCellier beat it. And then um, Homecoming against Ohana, and it wasn't really close either. And then the match, the championship. I mean, those are two kind of iconic restaurants in Disney World. You know, it wasn't close either. People must love Ohana. I mean, like it won in a landslide. Uh, how many votes it got? What do you think about that final four there? I mean, okay, so I haven't been to Lacelle. I have not been to Le Cellier before or Homecoming, so I can't really give an opinion on those. Um, but I still just do not understand Pecos Bills. <laughs> it was definitely a surprise, I think, to everybody. <laughs> I think the last time that I went there, I got sick afterwards, so it's kind of changed Ooh. my view of it. But um, even before that, it, it, it's never barely been my favorite place. Like even in magic kingdom, I would go somewhere else over Pecos bill. Yeah. I think, uh, in, in my personal bracket, I had up there in the quick service category. Um, so I had, where's Pecos bill. There it is. So I had it losing in the second round, which Satuli mm-hmm. canteen. There's another animal kingdom one for you. Satuli almost made it onto my list. It was close. It's probably in top 20, maybe not top 10, but. Isn't that awesome that you can say there are so many restaurants to choose from. We could have a top 20. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we, we had, it was tough to narrow it down to just 64 for this, this bracket. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good, that's a good problem to have. Um, but Casey's corner. And if I were in, you know, magic kingdom personally, Right now, if I had to, well, right now, Casey's Corner isn't open, but unfortunately, um, but probably I would say the best quick service would be Casey's Corner just because it's icon status right there on Main Street USA. Uh, but then Ginger and I, we loved Be Our Guest when it was quick service for lunch. Uh, that was awesome. Of course, it's not that way anymore. Maybe it might be again someday. Who knows? I don't know. But um, but I, I was just curious to get your opinion on that. Uh, I wondered what you would think about that Pecos bill deal. Um, but then also it validates, you know, you're, you're not the only person who thinks that, uh, Ohana is the way to go. And apparently everybody thinks that. So for good reason. Absolutely. Well, um, Lauren, we so appreciate you taking time to talk with us about this. And, and I mean, this is really helpful to people who are, maybe watching the channel, trying to figure out well, where should I eat, you know, at where should I make these dining reservations for? And, and so we so appreciate uh, you joining us and uh, we, we, uh, we thank you for your expertise. In, in- yes, of course, anytime I am always open to talk about Disney world. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, Ginger, I will let you take us out. 
Yeah, well, just want to remind everybody um, that my planning services are completely free when you book your vacation through me. And it is the same price to book your vacation through me as it is to book it yourself on Disney's website. But you do get, you know, personalized opinions um, about, you know, what might be the best dining choices for you. And you also get help booking those dining reservations. If you don't want to have to wake up at 6 a.m. the day your booking window opens, um, you can have somebody do that for you at no additional charge. So if you would like some more information or a free quote on your vacation, you can visit me at gingermmt.com. But again, I'm Ginger with Marvelous Mouse Travels. And thank you, Lauren and Evan, for being with me today. And thanks to all of you for watching.